Hi there, welcome to Shiloh Tabernacle London. We're located in South East London in Woolwich Dockyard, Block 1, Unit 9, Dockyard Industrial Estate, Woolwich Church Street, SC18 5PQ. Join us for our Bible study every Friday from 7.30 to 9pm and you can't miss our Sunday services packed with prayer, vibrant worship and a powerful word. First service is 9am to 10.30 followed by our family service from 10.30 to 12.30. And now for the best part, let's get into the word. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you so much, man of God, uh, Pastor Guma, uh, and also the minister of God that just uh, led us into prayer, uh, Pastor uh, Apostle Moses. Uh, God bless you. That was very powerful. Uh, we want to welcome everyone who has uh, um, taken this time to be uh, online with us. Uh, God bless you. I believe this morning is going to be very special. I bring you greetings from our father, Apostle Grace Lubega. Uh, the greetings and love. He, he is the reason why we are here. He's the reason why we are here. He, he and he knows he knows that uh, this is happening and we are here. And uh, God is good. God is good. Uh, today, uh, the Lord has put something special in my heart, uh, which I believe uh, we will all need. It's very important and uh, for our time, the time that we are living in. Father, in the name of Jesus, uh, we thank you so much for the opportunity to hear you, the opportunity to hear your voice. Uh, these minutes are not a man's minutes. These are your minutes. This is your time, Lord. And I pray, Lord, that uh, you will use uh, my mouth to speak in the lives of those that have tuned in. Because if I'm to do it humanly speaking, I don't know everyone who has tuned in. I have not heard from um, many of them for me to be able to speak directly into the situation. But it is you, Lord, who has a word for everyone. Everyone will testify that it was you who spoke when you speak. Because when you speak, it cannot be compared to when man speaks. And that's one thing we are asking for today, that you speak your word to us and our hearts are ready to receive. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So today I want us to share something uh, that I've uh, entitled Soberness in Divine Moments. Soberness in Divine Moments. Soberness in Divine Moments. You know, many believers don't uh, live spiritually, but carnally. Many Christians are not uh, spiritually minded. They have come into a spiritual kingdom, but they are carnally minded. They are absent minded, if I might say. They are present in the kingdom, but absent-minded, absent-minded. They are carnally minded. They don't understand how this realm functions or how they should function in this realm. Many believers 
are only acquainted to the place of prayer. That's the only time they are spiritual is when they are praying. The moment they say amen, they are done with the realm of the spirit. Amen is what closes their door after. They enter the realm of the spirit and they come out and say amen. <laughs> or they say amen and then you know, shut the door. The, the only time they are spiritual is when they are worshiping. When they are singing uh, worship songs and praising. The only time they are spiritual is when they are praying, speaking in tongues. When they are through, they just continue on their carnal life and then expect that things are going to change. And things never change. Because one, one thing for sure is you cannot part-time the spirit. You cannot part-time the spirit realm. You are in the spirit realm. And there's no day of part-time. Because even when you're not spiritually minded, that does not switch off the realm of the spirit. That you are carnally minded, the realm of the spirit will still function. You are just absent-minded while things happen. You're just absent-minded while things happen. So you find that believers pray. They ask from God some things. But when God begins to do certain things, they are not aware that things are happening. And chances are that they will come back to ask for things that God gave. But they were not awake enough. They were not awake enough to know what's happening and to know uh, how the realm of the spirit is responding. How the realm of the spirit is responding. For example, the Bible says that uh, when the clouds be full, it says they empty themselves on the earth as rainfall. When the clouds are full, they empty themselves on earth as rain. Now that happens in the physical realm, but as well as in the spirit realm. There is when it is raining in the realm of the spirit. And it is raining every prophetic word that has been spoken about you. Because whatever has been spoken about you, whatever you have declared with your mouth, the word of God you have declared, or whatever your declarations have been, clouds were forming. Every time you were praying, clouds were forming. Every time you, uh, you, uh, they were prophesied upon your life, clouds were forming. Time comes where those clouds are full, and then they begin to pour down as rain. Whereby the things you were that, that were declared upon you, all the things that you prayed, rainfall starts to come, but not many people know when such things are happening. And so they, it falls. They can also uh, testify that they, they felt things happening. They, they, they felt there was, there was a, a change in, this, in the atmosphere. They can feel the change in the atmosphere. They can feel that like the weather has changed. It even begins to rain. And at the end of that rain, all the water that they would have tapped was lost because they didn't have what to tap with, neither did they know whether there was need to tap anything. <laughs> and so you find that they are not spiritual. They, are, they don't know the, the, the way spiritual things work. So when spiritual events take place, they don't know. So they will keep praying for things that happen. They'll keep praying for things that happen. For example, right now, Israel, Israel, the place where the Christianity we profess came from, 
they are still waiting for Jesus Christ, for the Messiah. They are still waiting for the, <laughs> they are waiting for the Messiah to come for the first time. <laughs> the, these are people who first waited for the Messiah. For us, we were not even waiting for any Messiah. <laughs> the Gentiles were not waiting for any Messiah. The Jews who are waiting for a Messiah, who had the promises, the Bible says God, God, God had entrusted them with the word of God. They are the ones who had the promises of God. They waited for the Messiah, waited for the Messiah. The Messiah came, lived, they killed him when he died. After his death, he even rose from the dead and even showed himself to, to many people. The Bible says he showed himself to many people. Many people saw him. But up to now, even with all that that happened, the Jews are waiting for Christ <laughs> to come. They're waiting for Christ to come. Yet, and, and not eagerly, because they know that their salvation is, is Christ. So when Christ comes, they don't know. So what that, that comes about by not being sober spiritually, not being sober spiritually. And why are many Christians not sober? The Bible says to be present in the body is to be absent from the Lord. To be present in the body is to be absent from the Lord. And to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. To be absent from the body. Now, he's not just talking about dying, because that is clear. That verse is not for the dead, because the dead don't need that verse, because they're already experiencing it. <laughs> when they die, they, they 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 are experiencing it already. So that that message is not for the for the dead, because when a man dies, it is clear that when absent from the body, is present with the Lord. That's if he was born again. So you, that's not the message for the dead. It's the message for the living. So he's not just talking about dying. You, when your body calls for your attention, you will miss God. Because you cannot attend to your body and be present to the Lord. You see? You cannot be present in your body and be present to the Lord. The, the body, the, the, when the body calls you to pay attention to it, you are very likely to miss God. To be present in that body <laughs> is to miss Christ. <laughs> to be present in that, that body. For you to pay attention to that body, what are you going to eat or wear? That's why Jesus says, now, don't, when, you, when you're worrying, don't worry in that direction. <laughs> don't worry about what to eat. Or, because if, the moment you are present to your worries, the worries of the body, you will be absent from the Lord. You'll be absent from the Lord. And when you're absent from the Lord, the Lord will do things that you will not see because you are seeing something else. You are too present in your body, so absent from the Lord. Not necessarily absent from, you're absent-minded from the Lord because you cannot be absent from the Lord. The Bible says we are in Christ, we are in Him. We are in Him. So you cannot really be absent from the Lord, but you can be absent-minded from the Lord. So the things that call for your attention and call for your concern, they can be a hindrance for you to miss divine especially divine moments there are those moments in the realm of the spirit where power is concentrated in one place 
power is concentrated in one place. You see? The Bible says that uh, the glory of God covers the earth. But this, the Bible also says, arise and shine. Arise and shine for your light is come. You see? You, it says, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Even though this is a, the glory of God is all over the earth, there was that moment where the glory is concentrated. That moment, those are divine moments where God wants to, to do certain moves. Where God wants to do certain, because in the kingdom of God, time comes where God does certain things. He has, does certain things. See, these are called moves of God. Moves. Not every time God will do those things. But there are times where God is changing destinies. Time where God is, you know, changing the status of people. But in those times, your soberness is key. Your soberness is key. If you are not going to walk a long journey for nothing, a long journey for nothing, and then you continue praying and fasting, praying and fasting. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. So I want us to read uh, the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 2. 2 Corinthians chapter 2 from verse 12. From verse 12. 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 12 and verse 13. 12 and 13. He says, now, this is Paul writing, he says, now, when I arrived at Troas, maybe let's read it in the King James uh, first. It says, furthermore, furthermore, when I came to Troas to preach Christ's gospel, I came to Troas to preach Christ's gospel, and a door was opened unto me of the Lord. A door was opened unto me of the Lord in Troas. He says, I had no rest in my spirit. I had no rest in my spirit because I found not Titus, my brother. But taking my leave of them, I went from thence into Macedonia. This is Paul. He says, he came to Troas to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. He came to Troas to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. And he says, a door was opened unto me. An opportunity was opened. There was an opportunity in Troas. There was a door in Troas. He says, but I, I had no rest in my spirit because I found not Titus. When I was coming to Troas, Titus lives in Troas. I have come to Troas and I expect to find him. But I have come, and Titus is not in Troas. And the gospel I have come to preach, because I have not found Titus, I said bye-bye to them and continued to Macedonia. Troas has missed a divine moment because of the absence of one gentleman called Titus. Titus was not there. Paul, revival came. <laughs> the land of Troas had been visited by a man of God. The man of God had visited Troas. But because because he did not find Titus, because he didn't find Titus, 
Revival passed from Troas and went to Macedonia. One man has made the entire land miss revival. Just one man, that one man was absent. It disturbed Paul. Paul could not have a meeting in Troas. <laughs> one man, Titus. The Bible says a door was open. There was a door. There was a, the Lord is the one who even opened that door for the gospel in Troas. The gospel in Troas. God opened the door in Troas. But there's a man who did not discern the time when God was opening a door. He doesn't even probably know that there's a spiritual door. You know, there are people who don't even understand these things. We talk about a door. They don't even know that there are spiritual doors and that the Lord can actually open a door. God does open doors. And because we don't know what those doors are, we kneel before those doors and ask God for an open door. You can, in Morocco, you can kneel in front of an open door. <laughs> And pray for an open, say, God, I did an open door. Kneeling, kneeling, kneeling uh, in front of an open door. <laughs> and God is like, enter. You enter, the door is open. Enter. 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 Today's message is, is, is enter. <laughs> it's coming to tell you to enter. Enter. Paul comes to this place. This place, probably these guys were praying, oh God, oh, we want a move of God. We want a move of God. Move in our land, Troas. We pray for Troas. We be believing God for the move of God in Troas. And then there's a man who should be in Troas at the moment when God opens the door and that man is absent. Where was Titus? Where was Titus? Because Paul now has moved. I mean, maybe let's, let's, read, let's read it in another, in another uh, version. Let's look at, uh, hmm. look at NIV 12 and 13. NIV. NIV says, NIV says, now when I went to trust to preach the gospel of Christ and found that the Lord had opened the door for me, I still had no peace of mind. I still had no peace of mind because I did not find my brother Titus there. So I said goodbye to them and went on to Macedonia. <laughs> I said goodbye. Paul said goodbye, Troas. <laughs> and he went to Macedonia. Now, the, the, the interesting thing is this Macedonia you must have heard about what something they call the Macedonian call. The Macedonian call. There was a man in Macedonia who appeared in the dream of Paul and called Paul to Macedonia. He says, come to Macedonia. So Paul gets up and goes to Macedonia. Paul does not know that man, has never seen that man. But the man has an ability to appear in the dreams of Paul and call him to Macedonia. And Paul responded. You see that? That is, uh, thank you so much, uh, man of God. Acts chapter 16, verse, maybe let's read it. Acts 16, 10. Let's read it, let's read it. I pray that time will have, uh, will be humble today. Acts chapter 16, verse 10. It says, after Paul had seen the vision, 
we got ready at once to leave for Macedonia, concluding that God had called us to preach the gospel to them. <laughs> After a vision, he concluded, he had a vision and concluded, made a conclusion that God had, God, God wanted them to preach the gospel in, in the, to the people of Macedonia. So it says, from Troas, we put out to sea and sailed straight for Samothrace, and the next day on to Neapolis. So they are moving from Troas. <laughs> now in Troas, there's a man he knows called Titus. So he goes to Troas knowing he's going to find the man he already knows. And they find that the man he already knows is not in Troas. So he says bye-bye to them who are in Troas. And he goes to Macedonia to meet a man who he didn't know. He is from a place where he's, there was one who he knows. The place where he, he is known and the place where he knows, they are not ready. They are not ready. <laughs> either they know him, either they have heard him too much. That time, Maybe the time came when they had had Paul too much. There's, it is okay to be absent on just one day. After all, we know what Paul normally says. We all know what Paul normally says. We all know uh, that, 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 that Shiro morning altar. We all know. We, it's just we go there, we pray, and after praying, uh, we, we, we hear the word. After hearing the word, we say, by uh, the grace of God, and then we go. Then you get used, you get used, you get used. Before you know, God opens a particular door for somebody. And that day, somebody decides not to be with us. And then revival moves from... <laughs> <laughs> from his from that person's trowers, we go to Macedonia to attend to people who appear in dreams. Yet we have people who we know in reality. The people we know in reality. So how sober are you? Will you be in trowers? Because you have prayed for trowers. You have asked God to change things in trowers. You want God to perform miracles in trowers. And this one day when God is visiting trowers, Yes, you are in trouble, but you are absent-minded. You are not sober. Because to be sober is relative. There are people who are, they are hearing, but they are not sober. Why? They are present in the body. Present in the body. Present in the body. Absent from the Lord. <laughs> Too present to the needs of the flesh. Too present to what they require. Too present to the things that are the circumstances of their life. Did you know that the things that happen in your life can, can make you absent-minded? You find that there are people whose prayers are focused on an irrelevant area. When you look at where they ought to be spiritually and the things they are praying for, their angels are always like, hey, are you hearing what the man is asking? <laughs> when you are praying, hey, Hear what the man is asking. <laughs> the plan God has for you, if that file is opened for you, and then you compare to what you've been asking God to do. <clears throat> so now a certain soberness is required. A certain soberness, especially to divine moments where doors are open, where doors are open. Where those are open, the Bible says the sons of Isaac. Now that verse, we have overpreached it. It's almost becoming like Troas. The sons of Isaac, the Bible says, 
they understood there they were those who understood the times they understood the times and they knew what israel ought to do in those times they understood the times so the, in those times they were sober they had a certain sober mind those times and and so god has to help us to be very sober especially in divine moments so that you don't become like trust trust has believed god for a revival revival comes and um, the, a man who god knew who god trusted that would handle the revival in trust is not available is not available so paul paul moves on to macedonia to, to attend to people who come to dreams <laughs> is it not is this is as it surprise that people in churches their pastors perform miracles outside more than in their churches when their pastors travel they come back with testimonies that are bigger than the, the miracles that happen in the church <laughs> because they they know the pastor and the pastor knows them they are titus the pastor is paul they know each other so it is easy if since we are bades uh, he'll, if, if he passes through Troas and goes to anywhere, he will come back to Troas. So in the mind of some Titus, if God has passed, he will come back. <laughs> they, they believe in the God who comes back. <laughs> yes, he might come back, but when? How long, how long, how long are you going to wait for God to come back after he has passed? Why should he pass? <laughs> I think that's that's the only time when that that song becomes relevant. Pass be not a gentle savior, it, but he, it is not in him to pass you. It is your absence, your absence from Troas. <laughs> ah, you have prayed for Troas, you have prayed for Troas, and then the time comes, a door, God, God opens a door, and you are not available by the time the door is open. Titus, and then you go on a prayer mountain. After after Paul has moved to to Macedonia, God has to help you to be awake. But how do you become awake? Because this being awake, this being awake, is practical. It's not just that I'm I'm telling you to be awake and then you don't know how to be awake. It's practical. It's practical, and it will help to save time. You see. It will help us to save time. Because in the realm of the spirit, time is your responsibility. Time is your responsibility. God is a God of process. He's a God of process. But how long that process takes is not in God's hands. <laughs> hey. It's true that God is a God of process. That is true. He's a God of process. But how long the process will take is not God's decision. It is not God's decision. It has everything to do with you. You see, because God is more interested in ready food than the time you take to prepare it. Because the time you take to prepare food, we don't eat that time. We don't eat the time that we take to cook food. That time is not edible. What is edible is the food. You see that? So it is you to quicken or to 
to subject the food under the right heat for it to be ready in a, in a shorter time. The food has to be subjected to at least the, the heat that is necessary, enough heat for it. Pastor has frozen. Okay, you're back? Um, my back? Yeah, you're back now. Yes, uh, our route, our route was uh, has 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 gone down because of, not, of of power here. Power, it was not, power has gone. It was not being sober. I'm am I audible? <laughs> you are audible, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but you are. Am I audible? Yeah, you are. Yeah, and audible is important. Both. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. So I was saying something. I was saying the, the the food has to be subjected to sufficient heat for it to be ready. So we are not interested in the how long it takes, because how long it takes is we don't. Yes, God is is a God of you know of cooking the food. He's a God of process. But how long it will take? How long it will take? For that food to get ready is not in God's hands, but in your hands. And so in the interest of time, soberness is called for. In the interest of time, soberness is called for. In the realm of the spirit, we have long routes and shortcuts. Long routes and shortcuts. But God is not really a long route as he is interested in your arrival. He's the God of arrival. Even though he's the God of the journey. He's the God of the journey. But the journey is not as important to God. The journey is not as to God that network is not as working, your arrival. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. And Amen. importantly, praise God. It's a bit a bit slow. Yeah, it's going crazy. Uh, you said, did you say your power has gone off? Yeah, power has gone off here. So you're using the mobile data now? Yeah, now it's mobile data working. Okay, okay, okay. You, you, if it keeps uh, playing up, you may get, get off the video and uh, and and move uh, around the house to get proper so, uh, see where you can get um, a, a good connection. But continue for now, and we hear that we can use audio. Yeah, you may you may have to to come off the video and 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 walk around the house and see where where you can get proper coverage. Yeah, well, I'm praying for part to come back. Continue for now. Let me, let's let's try to continue. You still alert me if it's not good enough. Yeah, I will. Mm. Yeah. Praise God. Amen. Yes, I pray that God gives us a good good a good time. A yes. Good time. Mm. Yes. So in in the realm of the spirit, God is interested in your arrival, not just your moving, your movement. Mm. There 
things that cause people to move, yet where they are going is not far. They move and move and move, yet where they are going is really not far, but they are never arrived. Why? Because they miss divine moments, moments when God is doing specific things. When God is doing specific things, mm. praise God. Mm. I think let's do audio. We'll do mm. audio. Yeah, let's do audio. Mm. Mm. Uh, is that is that? Am, am I better by, by that? Or I yeah, you are better. You're better there. Mm. Oh, praise God. Praise the Lord. We thank God. The word, mm. the word will still come. This yes, is a divine will. moment. Mm. <laughs> we are in a divine moment. And so there are shortcuts that are divine. You know, we have preached as preachers, we have preached that uh, shortcuts don't take, don't use shortcuts, don't use shortcuts. Mm-hmm. That, is, that is true, but it is only true concerning the shortcuts that you make for yourselves. There are some shortcuts that you, you know, make for on your own. Those are the ones which are wrong. But God has his own shortcuts. Those divine moments are intended to ensure you arrive earlier. To ensure you arrive quicker. Those divine moments are there to ensure you arrive quicker and faster. Now, if you miss those divine moments, then you have to continue walking. Because the realm of the spirit is very funny. You might, it might appear like the journey is very long. But if you see it from the realm of the spirit, you will wonder, why have I not arrived in all this time? Why have I never arrived at just at from destination A to B? You know, in the letters of the alphabet, B is the next place after A. But there are people who can walk for five years to move from point A to point B. Five years, a man is walking, just get from A to B. And so how, how, how do we maximize? How do we become sober? Hmm. how do we become sober so that we, you, you don't waste more time so that you don't waste more time hmm. so that you don't waste more time because I feel God is doing something in our time hmm. some people are just sleepy hmm. and they are just used to doing their religious things praying, singing, praying, singing sing by, sleeping, praying, sleeping praying, reading the Bible you know, doing the normal daily re- religious things and Big major events are taking place. Hmm. You know, it's like when Jesus went through Jericho. Jesus went through Jericho. That Jericho, in the time of Joshua, was cast. Joshua cast Jericho. He said, This Jericho should never have wars. He cast it. He says, This place should never have wars. Hmm. Now, Jesus, several years after, visits this Jericho. And he performs only one miracle in Jericho on one man. When it when the whole city should have gotten a miracle, should have re- received the reversing of that curse of the man Joshua. Mm. <laughs> nice. Hi. Mm. He only heals a man. Was it a blind man? Mm. I think there was a blind man in Jericho. Was, was it blind but mass? Was it blind but mass? Was the man in Jericho? I don't know. Who was on the on the way begging? I think that was when Jesus passed through Jericho. Jericho was under a curse. 
the God of blessing went through Jericho and Jericho could not tap into that blessing. Jericho remained with the Joshua's curse because Joshua in the Hebrew is, is savior. Joshua, Joshua is Yeshua. Jesus and Joshua have the same name. Jesus is actually called Joshua. The first Joshua came and cast Jericho. When he came back, because <laughs> this was like the return of Joshua. But this Joshua who had come was now Jesus. But Jericho, there was no one in Jericho to receive for it. No one, no one is in Jericho positioned to receive for Jericho. You know, when Jesus, when, jo- when the first Joshua came, there was a woman. Which woman received the spies? At least that one, she was positioned a certain way. Hmm. But she was positioned for the fall of Jericho. Now, God needed someone to be positioned for the rise of Jericho. Hmm. There was nobody. There was only some, a blind man. Hmm. Jesus comes and deals with the blind man and Jericho remains the same. How can Jesus go through you and you remain the same? <laughs> Jericho, Jericho, Titus, Titus. How can Jesus go through you <laughs> and you remain the same? So when is Jesus going to return to Jericho again? Oh, I pray that your family will not miss God. I pray that your city will not miss God. I pray that where you are will not miss God. That yourself you will not miss God. Hallelujah. That when God is doing major things, you will be sober enough to welcome the move of God. So let's go in the how. Because time time has started running, let's go in the how. I really hope my I'm, I'm, I'm clear. I really hope I'm very clear. Uh, yes, you are. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Good. So how how do I become sober? How do I become sober? Let's go to the book of John, chapter four. John chapter four. Thank you, Lord. We read from verse uh, verse uh, eight downwards. John chapter four, the Gospel of John chapter four, verse eight downwards. This is a, this is a very uh, common story. Okay, um, let's begin from verse. Makes sense. Let's begin from verse six. It says, "Now Jacob's well was there." Okay, Jesus therefore, being wearied with his journey sat thus on the well, and it was about the sixth hour. The sixth hour. There comes a woman of Samaria to draw water. Jesus said to her, give me to drink. Jesus asked this woman, gone away unto the city to buy meat. Verse 9. Then said the woman of Samaria unto him, how is it that you, being a Jew, asks a drink from me, which I'm a woman of Samaria. For the Jews have no dealings with the Samaritans. Verse 10, Jesus answered and said, if you knew the gift of God and who is is that says to you, give me to drink, you would have water. The woman said unto her, said that is deep. From whence then hast thou that living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob, which gave us the well and drank thereof himself, 
and his children and his cattle? Verse 13. Jesus answered and said unto her, Whosoever drinks of this water shall thirst again. But whosoever drinks of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Mm, mm, mm. This woman is having a divine moment. Is having a divine moment. She is here with the Christ, dialoguing with the Christ. And the Christ asks for water, yet he has water. He's asking for what he has. Because that's also one of the ways people miss their divine moment. When God is asking for what he already has, like you can't believe God is asking for that because you, for you know God has that. How can God ask for that? He should have it. This divine moment, Jesus has something that this woman needs, but she is about to miss this moment because of her doctrines. In her head, Samaritans have no dealings. She says the Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. They have no dealings. Already by that statement, she is about to miss the divine moment because the, the, the head is full of culture. <laughs> Her head is full of culture. Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. Then she says, you have no bucket. You have no bucket. How, to, you don't, you, you know, you, how are you going to draw without a bucket? She's, she's thinking about buckets. buckets. In a divine moment, in her divine moment, she's thinking about Jews, Samaritans. Something big is supposed to happen at this moment, and her head is in Jews, is in Samaritans, is in buckets. <laughs> she is in formulas because this is the formula of drawing water. You must have a bucket because the well is deep. You need a bucket. She is in. She knows the formulas. She knows the formulas. She knows, the, and she has she has been subject to these formulas for a long time. She has been using the form, same formulas, but she has remained the same woman, the woman of her formulas. She knows how that she, she knows who she to with and who she not to with. But with all that information, she has five men. Five men is in a mess. She meets is in the buckets and culture, culture in buckets. So Jesus says, if you knew. So you see, that is one of the things. Having knowledge says, if you knew the gift of God, and who it is that says to you, give me to drink. If you knew who I was, knowing who God is, if you have the knowledge of God, if you have the knowledge of this God, that will help reduce the journey. That will help reduce it. Because understand these spiritual things. Jesus said, I am the way. Jesus said, I am the way. But the same Jesus that said, I am the way, also said I am the door. He is the way, but he is the door. So if you don't understand Jesus, the door, you will continue on the journey of the way, yet you are on the door. All that working, <laughs> all the working you're doing, you're doing it on the door. Jesus is the door, but he's the way. So for you, you know Jesus the way. You have not yet known Jesus the door. 
<laughs> you ever on ever on the way but every kind of that entire journey you have made you have made it in the realm of the spirit they see you on the door <laughs> so this woman has met jesus the way but has also met jesus the door she's both at the door and at the way if jesus goes away he will remain away yet she had an opportunity to enter into another dimension the man standing before her is a door but he's also a way <laughs> how do you deal with a god who is both the way and the door <laughs> You have to have that kind of discernment to know it is not time for the way now. It's time to enter. Many people are really not far from where they are going, but they cannot discern the people that God has brought in their life. There are people who God, when he brings them in your life, you are supposed to discern them. Hallelujah. You are supposed to discern who God has brought in your life. Someone prayed for power. Power, you see power has come back. I see power has come back. Praise God. We, we might return to video shortly. This woman is standing with the Messiah, standing with the Messiah. And in her statements, let me, let me give you one of the statements. I don't, at the time, I don't allow us to read everything. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Verse 25. Give us verse 25 of that same chapter. Verse 25 of chapter 4. Verse 25 of chapter 4. He says, The woman said unto him, I know that Messiah cometh, which is called Christ. When he is come, he will tell us all things. <laughs> the woman says, uh, We know that Messiah is going to come. Christ will come. When Messiah comes, he will tell us all things. He's talking to the Messiah and he's saying, When Messiah comes. <laughs> Let me say this statement. I'm going to say this statement. There are men, there are men who are the reason why you are going. There are men who are the reason why you are going. But there are men who are where you're going. I will say it again. There are men who are why you are still going. And there are men who are where you're going. <laughs> Such that if you miss those men who are where you're going, you will continue going. <laughs> oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Are we still together? Amen. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Mm. Uh, yeah, praise the power is back here. So I, I hope I hope video is will be okay. Thank you, Holy Spirit. There are men who are why you are still going. There are certain relationships you have that are responsible for you, for your the, the way you have come. The far you have come. 
Then there are men who are where you're going. Such that when you meet them, you have arrived. And God has such men. Like Paul was to Titus. So when God sends you Paul and you are in Troas, when he sends you Paul and you are in Troas, all the prayers you have been praying are in one man, Paul. All the prayers you've been praying are in one man. If Paul passes Troas, <laughs> if Paul passes Troas, if your perception of Paul is that Paul is also a Jew, no, this woman is saying, you are Jews, we are Samaritans. He's telling Jesus, you are a Jew. Me, I'm a Samaritan. You are a Jew, I'm a Samaritan. <laughs> and not knowing that Samaria has been visited. Samaria, God, Jesus had come to break that wall. So that we no longer discuss Jews and, 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 and Samaritans. And for her, she's still in those boundaries of, we are Jew, we are Samaritans, you are Jews. This is how we worship. She knew how to worship. She knew how to draw water. She knew relationships. But none of those had helped her. She had, she had met men who were the reason why she was how she was. There are men she had met who were the reason why she was how, how she was. Now she has met a man who is her destiny. And she is speaking irrelevant things because of not knowing the gift of God and the one talking to him. She did not discern who was talking to him. There are people who God brings to you must discern. If you don't discern, you are going to continue going. You imagine Israelites, they, they moved for 40 years. Yet there was a shorter route. They moved for 40 years. But the journey they made for 40 years, the Bible gives us a testimony that there were spies who went there. Spies walked there. There were no cars. The spies went to that land, spied, and came back. When they came back from... <laughs> Allow me to laugh. Spies were able to go there and come back. Spies went there and they came back. But the, that journey the spies made, the Israelites could not make. It took them 40 years to go to a journey which spies walked there on foot. <laughs> they went and came back shortly. They went shortly and came back. But that gap from where the Israelites were and the promised land, it is too short that they will take 40 years to get there. Why? Because they did not discern Moses. Moses was their promised land. <laughs> because if you lose Moses, you have lost the land. And if God gives you Joshua, because even when, when God gives Joshua, this Joshua to take these guys to the promised land, the, the old generation had died. God brought them out. Bible says he brought them out that he might bring them in. He brought them out that he may bring them in, but he never brought them in. They all perished in the wilderness. The generation that entered into the promised land, these were the young, the fresh, those who are sober-minded, the ones who are still young and fresh. There are people who have too, they are overgrown in the realm of the spirit. They are no longer hear God. They are too grown. They are too used to Paul the, and his word. So if when, when Paul is coming to throw us, it's okay for them not to be around. <laughs> we have had Paul enough. And so they miss, they miss, they miss very crucial moments. They miss very crucial moments. When God, there are men who are your destination. <laughs> there are men who are your destination. If you miss them, continue fasting, 
continue praying, continue. The Bible talks about a man called Saul. Saul, he, 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 he was taking care of the father's donkeys. These stories, we know them. He was taking care of the father's donkeys. And this particular day, the donkeys got lost. So he is with his friend and they are looking for the donkeys. He is with his friend. They looked for the donkeys, looked for the donkeys. When they moved, they, when they moved west, donkeys went east. When they moved east, donkeys went west. And they were going to continue doing that until his friend told him, says, but I, we are doing all this walking. There's the man of God in the land. <laughs> There's a man of God in the land. The reason as to why we're walking like this and suffering, we have refused to recognize the certain man. <laughs> There's a man we are refusing to recognize. And as long as we do not recognize that man, the things we are looking for will continue to dodge us. The moment they began to walk towards Samuel, the donkey's legs also, <laughs> the legs of the donkeys were also directed towards home. The things you're looking for, the things you're looking for, they are people God has positioned as your destination. The moment you arrive at them, because from the day Saul met Samuel, what happened? The status of soul changed because what God wants to do is not to give you these donkeys you're asking Him for. Every time you come to prayer, you donkeys, 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 Lord, oh, the donkey got lost. The donkeys, oh, Lord, Lord, you know, the donkeys are, the, are all I have, Lord. This, these donkeys are family donkeys, they are all we have, Lord. Please save our donkeys, Lord God. Let no one take our donkeys, God. Ah, we declare, oh, God, these are our donkeys. No weapon fashioned against our donkeys shall prosper. No weapon. <laughs> And God is saying, eh, eh, eh. <laughs> hey, if you don't recognize Samuel, your story will end with the dog, with those kind of dogs. God says, I don't want you to be dealing with donkeys. I want to change your status so that you no longer be a person chasing donkeys. You will own horses. This is now Saul after years after meeting Samuel. He is he now owns horses. And any any number of donkeys he wants. He can command at any day and all Israel will bring the donkeys. <laughs> God wants to change your status, but there are people that he has positioned in your life who if you ignore, you can continue looking for donkeys and moving around and wasting time when some men are your destination. Samuel is Saul's destination. There are some Men of God, God has given us in our time. If you don't, if you don't get sober now, if you are not sober now, you practice running because these donkeys which have been walking are about to run. <laughs> Work on your skills of because. <laughs> If you miss the people God has positioned, listen, powerful as God is, listen, it is not Samuel who chose Saul. No, it is not, it is, yeah, it's not Samuel who chose Saul. It was God. God chose Saul. But God will not ordain Saul from his home. He had to connect him to Samuel. You, you, you honor no man of God. No man of God is, is, is important. You, you and God are the very only important, you, as long as you have God. The God who chose Saul, because the Bible says God chose Saul. And even actually later he regretted why he chose Saul. He later regretted why he chose Saul, which means it was actually God who chose Saul. So 
He chose Saul, but he could not ordain Saul from home. He had to connect Saul to someone. You don't want someone. You want God to anoint you in your house. But God has some people he has positioned for your advantage. If God brings those people to you, or if, if you find yourself in, in, in the same you know, in the, in the same space with such people, and you are not able to discern, then you are, you, you are in, you're, you're going to have to, to, to walk for a long journey on the door. Walking for so long on the door. On the door. So this woman is talking about buckets and relationships in a moment when she should be receiving her answers. Jesus says, you come here to fetch. You keep walking, 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 walking to fetch something that later you'll become thirsty again, but you will keep walking. The well is called Jacob's well. You are doing a religious walk, religious walk. You keep coming to Jacob's well because Jacob was a great man. So you keep visiting Jacob's well. But as you visit Jacob's well, your husbands are increasing. You are now on number six. <laughs> Husband number six. But you're coming to a religious well, a well of a great man. Jacob, Jacob is a great man, but that well is not helping you. It's a well of a man of God. It's a well of a patriarch. But that well has not solved your, your relationship issues. You will now have six men. And then this, the, the man, another man who has come, who is your solution? You will still see him as other men. The only difference is that for him is a Jew. Jesus says, I want to give you what you're looking for. I want you to flow what you are fetching. I want you to begin flowing what you are fetching. This thing that you walk, you walk distances for, you walk distances for. I want to make you the source of the thing you are, you, you are looking for. These things you keep chasing January to December. I want you to flow them. This money you're looking for, I want you to flow money. This wisdom you're looking for, I want you to flow wisdom. You go from place to place looking for a prophetic word, which is okay, but I want you now to begin to flow prophecy. I want to make you the source of the thing you're looking for, but how sober are you? Which, who, 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 which person in your life is recognized? Who, who of the men I've sent you is very well recognized? Is very well recognized. That if they are to come to Troas, you will not see Paul, but God. Titus had started seeing Paul. He had lost sight of God. He doesn't even know that Jesus has opened the door in his own city. <laughs> the Jesus that lives in Titus has not told Titus that I've opened the door. <laughs> What's wrong with Titus' ears? That the Jesus that lives in him opens the door for Paul, and Titus is not present in Troas. I already see the time has gone. Time has gone. <laughs> <laughs> Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Wow. <laughs> I still had more. Time has gone. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Let me give you one example and then we go in, the, in two minutes. There's a man who was at the well, very sick, 38 years. He was in the pool, very sick. Jesus finds him there and asks him, are you done with this level? <laughs> he says, gentlemen, are you done with this level? He says, uh, this level, to be done, uh, you need someone to carry you. Uh, this level, to be done, you need to, uh, to, 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 to know that the angel has come. Uh, 
This man had the formulas of how to be well. He knew how to go to the next level. And that's the sickness of many Christians today. They, they know how to be okay. They know how to prosper. They know how to go to the next level. But they have never gone to any level. This man knew how. Just like the woman, she knows how to draw water. But she has suffered. This man also knows how to receive healing. But he has been there 38 years knowing the formula. 38 years knowing the formula, but he's there. <laughs> Jesus comes and casts all his formulas. He says, uh, uh, resign all those formulas. Just go home. Go home. A divine He was about to miss a divine moment talking about who to carry him, talking about no one to help him. This is, there's no one to help me. Talking about how the angel also is, doesn't want. He just comes, you know, he comes when they're not aware. And that same unawareness of the angel, the very life has now come on that pool. Has now come on the pool. He's talking to this Jesus. It is his moment of going home. It is either he's going to continue there and, you know, die there, or he will go home. But his going home is tied to that moment because Jesus told him, get up. And what he did, he was, he, he got up and he went. He didn't question. He didn't say, oh, you think I'm pretending? He got, had he not gotten up, <laughs> we're going to add several years to that, to him being on that pool. So God is asking at this time, are you ready for the next level? Are you ready for the next level? What are you going to do with the men God has brought in your life? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Are you going to respond the way you ought to respond? Because God is waiting for your response. He loves you. He chose you. But he has put people in your life who you must discern. Who you must discern. And then know what to do. The Bible says they knew the time and they knew also what to do. What are you going to do? Here is Saul. Saul gives instructions. Saul is told that when you come, you are the king of Israel. But the, the, this soul does not put a crown on your head. He tells you, now you go and prophesy. He told Saul, go and prophesy. He's telling the king of Israel to go and prophesy. He but if I'm a king of Israel, why are you telling me to prophesy? He says, I know you're the next king. <laughs> you're the next king of Israel, but I first go and meet a company of prophets. And then when you reach there, you'll prophesy. Am I a prophet? Am I a king? He says, you are a king, but to go and begin by prophesying. <laughs> begin, like you have men of God, but you're reasoning out things. Say, but if I'm a king, why are they telling me to prophesy? I thought I'm a king. Hmm? What well, this this prophecy things? Why are they they're telling me to also speak the word? Why if if I'm like this? Why are they telling us to do this and this and this? Well, I am so I, I'm I'm somewhere. I'm I'm supposed to help you become what you're supposed to become. And I'm telling you, if you don't prophesy, you are not going to become a king. Go and prophesy. As you prophesy, you'll become another man. These men God has given you, they will have instruction to give to you to convert you into another man because. The man that you want is waiting for that other man. The miracles you want are waiting for the, they are not going to happen until you become that other man. But to become that other man, you have to follow the instructions of the men God has put in your life who are your destination. So you are going to choose either to stay with the men who are the reason why you are the way you are, or you are going to honor the right way the men God has brought to you. So that Troas will have its revival. Oh, hallelujah. If we had another day, 
I would have gotten it. Praise God. I believe there will be some other day we shall talk about these things more. I spoke from my heart because I feel God wants to do something in people's lives, but they keep visiting Jacob's well. Jacob's well. Revival meeting after revival meeting. Prayer meeting after prayer meeting. Altar meeting after altar meeting. But nothing is happening. They're just on Jacob's well. And they are busy missing Saul looking for donkeys. That time is over. God wants to redeem somebody's time. I want us to pray right now, and then I'll hand over to uh, Pastor Ruben. Take us, take us through. Father, in the name of Jesus, I feel it is time for somebody. Mm. I feel it's time for somebody. They have been visiting that well for a long time, but they have never been well. They have been going in those same places, fetching a someone to take them through just a day, yes, fetching Lord. some water. But mm. these are people you have intended that they should carry summons in their spirits. Oh, God, these are people you have intended that they should carry wisdom in their spirit, that they should flow the mm. things they are looking for. Mm. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus that yeah. somebody will be wakened up, awakened from that sleep, awakened from that sleep, awakened from the flesh that they may be present to what you are doing. In the name of Jesus, I pray by the Spirit of God that someone will receive a spiritual awakening, personal spiritual awakening. The Bible says, Jacob said, God was here and I knew it not. God was here and none of them will miss when God is there. When you were there, Jacob knew it not. But this time around, we will always know when you are doing what you are doing. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we are ready for a ship. Lord, we are ready for the next level. We are ready. 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 In the name of Jesus, where we have been proud to acknowledge the anointing, where we have been proud to acknowledge protocol, forgive us. But we are ready to move. We are ready to move people glory. We are ready to move. Jericho has a chance. Man, Tarkarabaya. Yes, has a chance. Man, had a chance. Man, The Bible says that Eli told Samuel, if you hear that voice again, please don't miss God. If you hear that voice again, don't miss God. Tell him, here I am, Lord. When you hear that, don't, don't, don't keep coming to me. When you hear that voice again, say, here I am, Lord. Saul was given a third chance not to miss God. You will not miss God in your time. You will not miss God. Father, Amen. thank you for this message. We receive it and we are ready. We are positioned. Amen. We bless your holy name for this message. In Jesus' Amen. name, we have to pray. Thank you so much for listening to this sermon. And I know you've been blessed. For more information about Shiloh Tabernacle and other sermons, please visit our website, www shiloh.org.uk and don't forget to follow us on all our social media platforms instagram twitter and facebook at shiloh ldn once again that's at shiloh ldn you've been listening to shiloh tabernacle london changing lives building dreams until next time god bless